Hi, folks, and welcome to Thank the Makers. Tonight, I am joined by my favorite Heather, and he's her favorite Jeff, and together they are both some of my favorite people from the internet, Heather Barker and Jeff Hewlett from the Tricorder Transmissions. Welcome. How you doll? How y'all doing tonight? <laughs> doing great. Uh, that, see, now I know that you actually listen to our show. <laughs> one of the shows. I love uh, Disco Trek. Oh, thank well, you. Well, thank you. We are very proud of Disco Trek. It was... Um, it was thrown together at the last minute, and uh, we, we talk about that. We're pretty open about it, um, but it's become one of the most successful shows on the network, thanks to just Star Trek. <laughs> so Discovery <laughs> being on air, it's a lot of fun to do, and we like that we have a show that's a little different from the rest. Well, the, one of the things I loved about uh, Disco Trek, not, 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 it's still going, so <laughs> one of the things I love <laughs> about it uh, during, during the season is that uh, very often – like you guys, and, and bit of a discovery spoiler. So if you haven't, if you're not caught up on discovery, put your fingers in your ears for the next ten seconds. Black um, alert. <laughs> <laughs> um, you guys tipped me off to the fact that Lorca was probably uh, Mirror Lorca way mm. back in like episode four or five. I think one of your one of your guests mentioned it, or you mentioned it, um, Heather, and and I was just like, wait a minute. And then I started looking at him like, you know what? <laughs> They're right. If the rumor started flying, I mean, they were flying early. And I, I fully admit, like, uh, for me, podcasting is, is a second job. Um, it's not a job I get paid for, but it's something that I'm passionate about. So I make it my business to be all up in these uh, theor fan theories. And I, on one hand, I kind of wish... I hadn't been involved in all of that, so I could have just watched it um, without all that sensory overload. <laughs> but at the same time, um, it was a great adventure, so it was a lot of fun uh, hearing those fan theories and discussing them. And that's one thing we made sure to tell people listening to Disco Trek. Like, we will talk about fan theories, so if you don't want to hear that stuff, tune yourself out. Yeah, we had one person uh, kind of say, gee, could you guys keep the speculation down? And we tried for about 10 minutes. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? It, this is a podcast about the show. If you don't want to hear the speculation, uh, we dig that by, you know, Godspeed. <laughs> but yep. we, we can't not. Um, but let's talk about the Tricorder Transmissions Network. Sure. Yeah. So how did it begin? Wow. Um, it was a, quite a long time ago now. Um, I think our first episode launched on August 4th of 2013, but the, the story of the show actually began um, a few months prior to that. I, my friend uh, Craig, who I started the original show with, uh, was a podcaster uh, in his own right. He had a couple of shows that he had been doing with some other friends of his, and I had been wanting to get into podcasting for a while, but I had had a few ideas that I bounced around, but nothing really you know, came to fruition, and uh, one day we were just shoot. We worked together at the same company. We were just shooting the breeze over IM, and we just started talking about our love for TOS. And he said, "Hey, you know, you want to maybe start up a Star Trek podcast?" I'm like, "You know, that's a great idea. I mean, there's already so many out there, but you know, there's always room for more of us in the Trek podcasting family." So we came up with an idea to um, do a you know a scene specific commentary track for each episode of the original series. So we did that over the course of a couple of years. And um, once that ended, we moved into a couple of other things. We moved into TAS and some of the gold key comics. But um, 
you know, Craig went through a bit of a life change and wound up moving out to Las Vegas and his time for podcasting waned. And through the magic of the Star Trek Las Vegas convention, I wound up meeting Heather out there. And um, I think we had we had Heather on one of the wrap up shows, I think, after STLV 2014, I want to say. No, 2015. It was 2015. And um, we just kept in touch after that and talked quite a bit. And I think Heather came up with the idea for. Uh, shore leave and next thing we know we're launching new shows on we've created a whole network out of the tricorder transmissions and we've launched a whole bunch of shows since then i mean heather what what is your remembrance of how we kind of came together and started up shore leave and expanded it after well i think that the first episode i was on was that new year's one right was it a no. wrap-up or was it was it no Okay, I, I'm, I, I'm sure it was. It was a we we did a, I think two wrap ups for STLV in, in our uh, supplemental logs. Okay. Thread and I believe I'm we did shore leave. We did shore leave before it was shore leave, basically. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we kind of did, didn't we? We kind of um, did. Yeah, no, we. Uh, this is the the power of Star Trek basically, um, and the power of STLV, which we've, we've talked about that before. Um, but uh, the, and Twitter and the power of Twitter, because we yes. all came together. Uh, via, I guess it was what Jim, Jim Morehouse, one of our hosts. Oh yeah. That's uh, always a and fun story. Five year mission. Uh, um, and just uh, everybody getting in touch with, with each other. And then so-and-so is at the bar. And so we all meet, um, and yeah, that year, 2015, like we, we all hung out quite a bit. I think that you, Craig, Claire, myself, maybe someone else went to lunch together. Oh, yeah. uh, and we have the, the infamous story of how I hated you so much. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is a funny story. We could do that one too. Yeah, and uh, Jeff just had the impression that I did not like him. And the reality was that um, I was in a lot of pain. I have fibromyalgia, which is a neuromuscular pain disorder. And so when I'm at a convention on my feet, staying up, never sleeping, not eating well, etc., mm-hmm. um, I wind up with fibro flares. And so I was just – and I had a sciatic nerve issue. So I was oh, just no. – yeah, I was in a lot of pain that year and um so probably just kind of overall like kind of grumpy and uh fortunately fortunately we figured out that no I didn't hate Jeff at all um <laughs> but yeah we just we we stayed in touch I guess I guess we did the STLV wrap ups which I sadly don't even remember I'll have to go back and listen to those it because was, I I'll tell you it was August 23rd 2015 it's the well, 29th supplemental log I'll so, have to go uh, back and listen to myself. Listen actually, to I think it's just you and me on that one, believe it or not. Isn't it? Okay. Yeah, I think it's just you and me. Oh, I remember – wow, okay. I don't remember that one. Maybe – I remember the one at Christmas. Yeah, I and think. you did the Christmas one too. Yeah, this the, this one was – we talked a lot about Cheerfleet and your cosplay because that was the year you did the Miramani okay. cosplay, right? Oh, gosh, yeah. Yeah, it was a long time ago now, but – yeah, right after that, and after that, we we kept in touch, and yeah, you I, you did the the um, the Christmas one. After that, it was the the only year we did an official, real, you know, tricorder Christmas episode. Um, we've done them as other parts of other shows in subsequent years, but 
Yeah, and then I think Shore Leave wasn't that long after that. No, I think that night is when we talked about Shore Leave after we did the recording, because obviously I had so much fun podcasting in August that I thought, why don't we do an STLV 101 type podcast? Um, And then that, it just turned into Shore Leave, and uh, thus I became an actual real podcaster. Yeah, and we launched Shore Leave on January of 2016, so what is it, August, so... You know, uh, September, October, November, December. So four months-ish later, Heather becomes an official podcaster with her own show. And what is Shore Leave about? So Shore Leave initially was just going to be about the Star Trek Las Vegas convention um, that happens every year in August. It's held right now at the Rio Casino, which is off-strip. And it is the United States' largest Star Trek convention Um, I started going in 2009, and I never looked back. I've been every year (laughs) since then, um, and I'm looking forward to it in about five months or less at this point. Yeah, it's Um, around the corner. But we quickly realized that we could talk about other conventions. So um, the only caveat is that I I own a business and it's difficult for me to travel. I typically get one or two vacations a year, so I don't get to go to all of these conventions. Um, And Jeff is about in the same boat. So what what we've done is reach out to our STOV community um, and we've got to convention correspondents to help us out (laughs) and so we just reach out to different people who have been to the various conventions around the united states and we're going to branch out this year and talk about destination uh star trek destination or i think it's destination destination star trek um over in the uk or i think it's in germany this year i may be wrong birmingham germany somewhere i don't know um But anyway, so yeah, we talk about conventions, and then we've spent some time talking about convention-related subjects like cosplay and cosplay is not consent, um, harassment at conventions, stuff like that, because over the years, we just find that those are very important subjects that need their own podcasts. Yeah, and we've also wound up making some wonderful friends uh, through Shore Leave, and we've done some really incredible interviews um, on that show that we're we're pretty proud of too so it's kind of become more of a variety show that's just all about conventions everywhere now so it's really grown from what the original concept was and uh, like heather was saying we have so many new things coming down the pipe with other conventions and even some of our other tricorder hosts who are going to some other conventions are going to be coming on shore leave and talking about those i think WonderCon's coming soon right yeah. will and marty Yep, yep. William and Marty from Reading Trek are going to that one at the end of the month, and so we're going to talk about that one, and that's something we've never never done. Um, We did Dragon Con 101 last year, and I really want to go to Dragon Con, but it's too close to STLV for me, Um, and it's in Atlanta. But I guess Atlanta in the summer and Vegas in the summer (laughs) are somewhat comparable. (laughs) It's a little muggier in Atlanta, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've been there in August for a business trip. It was not pleasant mm. for me, being a northerner. <laughs> so Shore Leave is but one of, uh, what are you up to, about six or 700 shows on your network? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think we are officially at, if you want to count um, our supplemental logs, we are at eight shows right now, and we're about to add our ninth show. Uh, very, very soon, and potentially a tenth show 
somewhere in and the an 11th show. Oh, right. I, 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 <laughs> we just literally just <laughs> talked about this today and we, we just kind of pulled the trigger on this today. Uh, right before we got on this show, believe it or not, um, we made the official, you know, rounds in the family here and everybody's got the thumbs up. So, yeah, so soon we'll, we'll be up to 10 shows and potentially an 11th show, hopefully down the road. So it, going through our entire network. So, of course, we've already talked about Disco Trek and Shore Leave. Uh, we have several other shows. The original uh, string of shows that Craig and I started has, has branched out. It, we call it the original mission. That was the, the TOS commentaries. We're still working on TAS, uh, uh, the animated series. We have some more of those coming out really soon. And uh, spinning off of that is a show called Drawing Trek, where we cover the Star Trek Gold Key comic series. So it's kind of an extension of the uh, non-canon adventures of the Enterprise crew, Captain Kirk and Mr. Spock. It's, it's interesting to, to read these comics that uh, were written by people who are not Star Trek writers or Star Trek fans. And it's, a, it's an interesting take on Star Trek, albeit a little bit bizarre <laughs> at times. <laughs> Um, we also have, like I said, our supplemental logs, which is more of a catch-all, where we do uh, interviews and uh, specific topic deep dives, things like that. Uh, let's see, what else? We have Trek Ranks, which is a show by our friend Jim Morehouse, um, Enterprise Extra on Twitter, where they, he and some guests every show will pick a different type of a concept, a Trek concept, uh, you know, top five villains and uh, top five alien races, things like that, and they, they rank uh, their top five uh, favorites in that category with a different topic on every episode. Um, Which is rapidly becoming a favorite of mine. Oh, it's Very a fun much. one. It's it's definitely one of our most successful shows on the network. Um, Big time. Jeff, uh, Jim does a great great job. He's really branched out on his own. He does it mm. all on his own. Sorry. <laughs> I, I'm kind of like the, the den mother here. Um, <laughs> It's really, and I mean, I'm going to segue for a minute. Um, like, when I joined the network, there, there wasn't a whole lot going on, and that's not a slight on the network. It was in transition, we'll say. Um, my friend Claire had hopped on, and she was doing a show called Atavacron with Jeff, which, what, do we have, like, four episodes of Atavacron, I think? Yeah, I believe um, it's, it's still at four. There was a fifth one in the can that never made it out. Yeah, and it, it never will, sadly. Rest in peace, Atavacron. Yes. Um but um, it, it's just been really great because Jeff, Jeff and I created Shore Leave. Um, we had some, I think, maybe some original mission stuff coming out. And our friends just started reaching out to us. And so Jim had this idea and reached out to Jeff about it. Um, and Jim had kind of kind of done it um, already. He's, he's got a website called Trek Rank. So he's been ranking Trek for a long, long time. Um, but he wanted to, you know, create a podcast to do it. And so originally Jeff was a co-host on the podcast and Jeff still participates sometimes. Um, but uh, so so Jim just uh, he's just created a really great show with a, a huge following. And I love I love watching Twitter, like when the episodes come out. Oh, yeah. um, we, sh we share them. Well, Jim shares them and we share them on uh, the Tricorder account and I retweet them, yada, yada. And just seeing all of the, the fan participation is really cool. It's it's fun to see that interaction and to know that that, that support and that audience is there. Um, so it's I'm just really proud, <laughs> <laughs> really proud um, to see this the success of that show. Um, and then so what else do we have, Jeff? 
So we got a couple more, and we have we have two. Our two newest additions uh, up to this point are uh, Politrex, which is actually both of these shows. I'll, I'll preface this by saying that not only was Trek ranks um, born out of our STLV convention family, but these other two shows that we recently launched are all by members of our convention family. That the, the convention family that grows every single year, and these guys, all four of them were pretty recent additions to our family from this past convention. So uh, Politrex, which is a show by Barry DeFord and Shashank Avaru, who we met this year at the convention. It was actually Barry's, Barry and Shashank's first convention. And it's a show uh, that merges uh, the politics of the real world and Star Trek and how the two interplay and, and um, how they influence each other. So it's a, it's an interesting take on, on Star Trek. It's a, it's a bit of a deeper discussion Intellectual, um, very intellectual. Very intellectual. And these guys do – and for being new podcasters, these guys really came out of the gate uh, flying, and they've been producing this show. I think they got seven episodes out already, and uh, they started – and let's see. When did that show launch? That show launched in on, on November 12th of 2017, and we're already up to you know seven episodes. They're very consistent, and they've covered a bunch of topics. They've covered uh, you know Heroes. Uh, in the real world and heroes in Star Trek, uh, case for the traveler. I uh, did that a three oh, wow. part. Yeah, <laughs> right. They did a three part series on uh, spies and um, you know intrigue in Star Trek and in the real world. Uh, environmentalism on start in Star Trek Five. They just recently uh, released an interview with uh, Manu Sadia that who wrote um, was it Trekonomics? Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, okay. and those those last two episodes are really good. Like they these guys just keep getting better and better. Yeah. Um. So again, proud mama over here, just watching <laughs> watching them grow. Um. The that environmentalism episode I think was just phenomenal and their best episode by far. And then you get this really great um, interview with Manu, and I saw people commenting and saying, "This is this is the discussion I've wanted to see forever." Um, and I'm just like, ah, oh, it's just oh. <laughs> makes me happy. Yes, yeah, we are so Im- immensely proud of those guys, and they were so passionate, and they came up with this idea, and they they wanted, and they learned how to podcast essentially to do this. So um, I, I was very very proud of them for you know, working so hard to get up to speed to learn how to record and how to edit and produce a show uh, fully on their own, having no experience with it ahead of time. So that was amazing, amazing to see. Yep. And then we have Reading Trek. Yes. With William Conlon and Marty Ali, more of our STLV family. And they approached you first about this one, right? Um, I think they sent us a group message. Group, group Didn't message. William? I swore William sent us a group message and, and, and asked if uh, we would be open to the idea. They wanted to do a, a podcast focused on Star Trek novels, and now they're going to branch out into recent comics. And they're calling it a Star Trek book club podcast. So it's a pretty neat concept, actually. And I think Heather's been on the most recent one. Yep, yep. I just got to talk about Drastic Measures <clears throat> Excuse me, by um, Dayton Ward. And the second, there's a two-part episode um the second part includes an interview with Dayton Ward at the end so I was super super happy that they got um Dayton Ward it's always fun when we get celebrities on our podcasts um and Jeff before I even came to the podcast we had um who did we have on 
there's been quite a few names. Oh, yeah. The Supplemental Logs series has quite a few. Um, one of the first ones we did was with some of the actors and actresses from the former uh, Star Trek Las Vegas experience. So that was pretty fun. So we've had Mark Cushman, the writer of the These Are the Voyages series of books on. Uh, he's been on several times, and most recently he was on to talk about the fourth volume that he's been working on for quite a while. Um, we had uh, writer Scott Tipton, who wrote the uh, Star Trek Planet of the Apes crossover. Um, let's see, who else did we have? Um, we had, oh, how could we possibly leave out in shore leave? We had Danny Schwartz <laughs> and uh, Julie Nimoy and David Knight Oh, on the show. Yeah, we had. I think that Danny doesn't quite like to be known as a celebrity even though no. she's, she's very much our celebrity she's our celebrity we were so happy with uh, the episodes that she's been on have been absolutely wonderful and she came on and did a um, a Q&A session about her life growing up with her grandfather Leonard Nimoy and that was such a precious episode I'm, I've been immensely proud of that since the day we did it and I know Heather feels the same way yeah that was uh, just uh, we're we're very blessed to know Danny um, and to know the family and to have such a great friendship with them. And so that, that podcast and really any podcast that we do with them, um, it's, it's, I don't know. I can only, I can speak for myself here. It's much more of a personal experience um, than it, than it is a podcast or something, if that makes sense. Um, Jeff and I both adored Leonard Nimoy and his life um, has personal meaning to us both. And the fact that we can share his impact on our lives with his family is just monumental and very special. Um, but yeah, we're big supporters of shop LLAP and, uh, as of the date of this recording, um, uh, we just, we just mourned the loss of, mm. of Leonard Nimoy three years now, which is yeah, hard. It's to hard believe. to believe. Yeah. And, uh, definitely a heavy day to wake up to and uh getting through the day i actually i was having a bad personal day on my own and i wound up just kind of reaching out and saying you know what are your what are your favorite memories of leonard nimoy or spock and so i got a lot of great responses and that actually helps helps my day uh so it's just it's a, a great thing um but yeah having having them on the show and especially that interview with danny it was it was just a very personal thing that we're very proud of. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree with that. It's um, I'm, I can't even add anything more to that. It's so well said. <laughs> so I, the other celebrities we've had on the shoot on the shoe on the show <laughs> include Five Year Mission. Uh, yep, Doug Drexler. Celebrities, Doug Drexler, who is on the Gold Key. Um, yes, but 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 we have other shows coming. We certainly do. We well, yeah, we de- we should. We definitely if, should. If it helps. One that's kind of um, we're not sure when it's going to strike, but yeah. uh, it's definitely in development. So that one's kind of down the road some. But there are two that are hitting very very soon. Um, Heather, you want to throw out the most recent one we were just talking about? The one that we were just talking about, oh, man, it's so, like, it's baby stages, baby yes. stages. But it's something that we've been talking about doing for a while, um, just because it's fun. And so our, our newest, our new show, um, I think we just decided on a name, right? We're calling it Weekly Trek. 
I think so. And okay, it's official. It's weekly trek. So <laughs> it will be a weekly thirty to forty-five minute show talking about this week's news in the Star Trek universe. Um, as as well as you know, not just Star Trek news, like news on Discovery, convention announcements, um, possible other Star Trek show announcements. Crossing my fingers, uh, <laughs> you know. There's there's TV movie type related news, and then we're also going to talk about products that are dropping, um, stuff like that. And we're going to be working alongside the great people over at Trek Core. Uh, there may be some product giveaways involved in that. And it's going to be a, a show that will rotate hosts. So it will all be hosts from Tricorder Network. Um, but each show will have two different hosts to talk about what happened this week in Star Trek news. And um, it was just a fun idea. It's something that gives us a way to get to know each other better. Since for the most part, you know, it's, it's Jeff and I doing Shore Leave and Disco Trek and most of the original mission stuff. Um, and then it's Barry and Shashank doing Polytrex. It's Jim and friends doing, doing, <laughs> doing yes. Trek ranks. Um, so we don't really get to podcast together a lot unless we guest on each other's shows. Um, and I just thought this would be a great way to facilitate, um, you know, building a cohesive Star Trek family within our network. And who doesn't want to listen to our voices talk about Star Trek news? So I'm, I'm in. Um, but yeah, so we're going to, you know, try to keep it to a shorter little show and it'll be just talk about, and obviously we, we don't have a release day yet or a date even. This literally just happened today, basically. Um, but I, I got to give a shout out to Shashank um, from Politrex because he's the one that like really wanted to, well, he wanted to talk about the comics and I wasn't quite sure since we have a comic show, can he talk about the comics on reading Trek? Are we going to cross the streams or something? And uh, he wants to talk about the newer comics. So that doesn't really conflict with what we do over on gold key. And then he had reached out and said, you know, if there's any, anywhere else that I can talk about stuff like merchandise or what's going on in the news, etc." Um, let's do it. And I was like, oh, well, okay, yeah, I would do that. Like, we could do a show. It's something I've been talking about adding into one of our various shows, but it never really fit anywhere. Mm. Um, and then I just had the idea this morning that, like, why don't we make it a, a collaborative effort and include everybody? And so uh, I think it's going to be really fun. And um, I, I'd like I'd like for it to debut in April, but we'll see. Well, anything's possible. I think everybody in the family is is on board with this idea, so there's a lot of momentum building behind it. So I I would expect to see it relatively soon. Yep. And then we've got another member of our STLV family who's joined us. We do. Yeah, it's amazing that uh, so many of our STLV family have uh, wanted to launch their shows on our network. It's it's been an incredibly flattering experience um, that 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 they. Uh, they love our network so much, and they, they love the mission that we have uh, behind the network, and they were so eager to join. So John Krikorian, uh, who we, we affectionately call Mr. Las Vegas sometimes, uh, he lives out <laughs> in Vegas. He's a, a, a great, great friend of ours, a great friend of the show. Uh, he's been on our Shore Leave series several times, uh, part of our STLV 101 series, uh, just an all-around great, great guy. Uh, he's going to be doing a show called Trek Profiles, 
and he's going to be launching that in the next couple of weeks. And it's basically about um, Star Trek fandom and getting to know people and what got them into Star Trek and their Star Trek histories. So we are looking forward to this. It's going to be fun. John's a, John's a very uh, energetic guy. He was just on our one of our most recent Disco Trek episodes, right, mm-hmm. Heather? Yeah. That's why the name's familiar. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he, he was on the Patreon uh, yep. supplemental that we just released yesterday. Yep. So with all of this new stuff, how do you make that happen? You know, the process that we go through is, is relatively simple. Um, you know, Heather and I... Uh, being the managing partners of the network, uh, we'll just start a chat with them and, and you know get their idea out and, and talk about what the concept is. I'll have them do like a you know pretty a loose write up description uh, that we can talk about together offline, and uh, you know just run it through our heads and you know think about how it's going to run down. And then we give them a bit of a background on you know our, our process and the things that we you know look for. Uh, in a show, not necessarily content-wise, but, you know, on the Tricorder Transmissions, Heather and I are both um, very adamant that we stay uh, as positive about Trek as possible. We don't we, we don't like to have shows uh, that bash Star Trek. Constructive criticism, of course, is fine, but um, we try to remain as mostly positive as we can. So that is one thing that we do uh, insist upon on all of our shows, and I think... Um, that, that gives us a, a very good and uh, fun vibe on the network. And um, I think, as Heather was saying earlier, there was podcasts that she had listened to that were so negative that they turned her off. So yeah. that is definitely something that we do not want our listeners uh, to feel when they listen yeah. to any of our shows, right? And we're very, very much, very IDIC. Um, yes, Very absolutely. inclusive. We, unfortunately, right now... Um, if, if, Aside from Claire's four shows, uh, I'm the only woman on the network, um, which I'm both happy for and sad because I want more women voices. And uh, I actually got a, a, we had a message, I think it was to our Tricorder Facebook page a few days ago from a listener um, who was just talking about Discovery. And I was going back and forth with her. And then at one point she actually said how glad she was that there was a woman on the show and there was essentially a woman in every episode of Disco Trek mm-hmm. um, so that that perspective could be there. Because even with Disco Trek, while we definitely, an, like, across the network, um, we try to have a diverse uh, group of people. Uh, but with the way that Disco Trek works, you comment on the post and then we use a random generator to pick the two two guests. And so... That doesn't always ensure that there's diversity <laughs> um, in in our group, but at least there's I'm always there as a host. Uh, so we've actually been really lucky that even when we don't get another woman, we still wind up maybe with um, a gay man or mm-hmm. just some kind of diversity, so that it's not just me and three white cis dudes. Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, I listen to a lot of podcasts and. I've actually gotten pretty pretty lucky that some of my favorites do have women. Um, there's one called Five Year Mission, and they have it's two men and, and a woman. And then I think that Hailing Frequencies is also two men and a woman. Um, but it's it's hard, and that's the the one piece of advice that I give to. To any podcast where the the crew is is all male, as I say, have more women, <laughs> uh, <laughs> at least as guests. And so I've I've actually had a, a few of those 
podcasts who have said that have reached out to me. Um, and just because of stuff in my life lately, I, I didn't have the time to go onto their shows um, last year. But uh, I wind up guesting a lot so that I can be that chicken woman, which <laughs> I'm, I'm happy. To, I'm happy to do um, because it's important. And so, like, I, I hope that you know someday soon we'll have some more women on the network. But I'm glad that even even me being the only woman, we are ethnically diverse on our network. Um, we are orientation diverse. Uh, we have you know two uh, two what would two well. Two gay, one queer. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, we just, obviously anyone that comes to join our network has to have those same ideals and tolerance. Yes. Um, that's a major plus. But outside of that, or I guess it's not, not a major plus, it's just a requirement. Um, <laughs> outside of that, yeah, I mean, they're, the requirements that we have are pretty pretty low. We, we need people to be able to produce their shows. Um, yeah. that's just essential because we can only do so much with the time that we have. Uh, mm -hmm. and, and even then Jeff is still the one posting everything to the feed and that takes up a lot of time. Um, but we don't, yeah, we don't require people to send in 20 episode outlines. Uh, <laughs> and we, we do try to listen to the podcast before they get released, but that doesn't always happen. Um, so it's it's really at the end of the day what what the subject matter is and what the hosts are presenting us with. I think pretty much everyone has come to us with a solid idea, um, content that they're planning on doing. Like they have a vision, they see the future. Yep. Uh, Barry and Shashank had a full outline. Yes. <laughs> we were just completely amazed they were ready to go into production and we said yep let's do it um and uh, you know even john john was like here's what i've got he's got an outline he's uh, it, yes so it's not that hard <laughs> and um, one, they also all of the all of these guys who brought these new shows all had one other thing in common they were all really passionate about what they were going to be talking about and you could feel it from them so um, although passion is not necessarily a hard requirement, but, um, you know, in, in podcasting, because we've all been podcasting for a long time, uh, you know, consistency is very important. So being yeah. able to yeah. get a show out on a regular basis and be consistent with your content requires a level of passion for what you're doing. So uh, all of them yeah. came with that level of passion. I think that is important because, like I said, we don't get paid. I mean, we have a, we have a Patreon account. And our Patreon account goes towards, like, you know, the network and then uh, stuff that we do at STLV and business cards and promotional um, advertising, stuff like that. Uh, awesome pins. Yeah, the, oh. the, that's that's how we get pins. Like, we don't, yeah. we don't get paid. This is all unpaid fun time. But it's, it's it, it, that's where it's nice. Like, for me, with my life parallel, I have a job that I'm – very passionate about. I get paid to do something I love. I created, I created a successful company that will be 11 this year out of absolutely nothing. Like I had no money in the bank. Um, and here I am today and it's hard. Like I don't get a day off. Um, I make okay money, but it's not six figures. Like I, <laughs> I work hard, very hard and I can continue doing that because I am passionate about animals and loving animals. 
Um, likewise, with podcasting, I don't get paid. It's a lot of work. <laughs> the past few weeks, I've had to do a podcast pretty much every night. Um, and I love doing it. And I love thinking of ideas and how to grow and improve our network. Um, but we're constantly, you know, posting on our various social media, thinking about things to do with Patreon, getting prepared for STLV. Like, it's a lot of work. And if you're not passionate about it, you're probably not going to be as proactive. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I really, uh, Jeff and I kind of had this discussion behind the scenes and, and realized this and how motivated and passionate our our current team is. And, I mean, I, I think that is definitely something that, that we're going to look for in the future because it's okay if a show doesn't succeed. It happens. It happens to every network for various reasons, um, and people get overloaded podcasting because it's a lot of work. Oh, <laughs> and, sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's very easy to burn out, and I think that if you if you just don't have that driving passion, um, you know, that's one of the reasons that these podcasts don't happen, or you don't have compatible hosts or something like that. Um, we've gotten very lucky with the network that all of our hosts are people that we know. Um, I think that if we had someone come to the network that we didn't know at all, it might be a little different. And honestly, one of our shows, it's kind of in vague production, um, has a host who we we don't know, but Mm -hmm. it it has one host that we do know. And so we're kind of instilling our faith in him (laughs) (laughs) uh, that the content that they produce, you know, will be acceptable. Uh, the other thing we should mention is that we're a family-friendly network. So, yes. um, given on our on our unedited Patreon episodes that are available <laughs> to all Patreon subscribers, uh, yeah. we we may curse, um, but as our edited podcast, anything that that's public on the network, we don't use profanity. Um, I'd like to think that we're pretty mature across the board. <laughs> yeah, that's um, consistent. There's, uh, I don't want to listen to a podcast talking about how often uh, Picard probably farts in the ready room. Like that's, that's there is not, such a podcast. I don't know. Hmm. I've been looking for subjects for my next show. <laughs> I, listen, I have I have listened to various podcasts here and there, and it's this is just a personal thing for me. I've just found them too immature. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't. I want to listen to, you know, discussion, especially intellectual discussion. Uh, and when it's talking about butt noises and just stupid stuff, like I just, I don't, that's not for me. Um, there, it is for many other people. Cause a lot of these podcasts have a huge fan base and that is great for them. Um, but it's not what I'm looking for and, and not necessarily what, what I would see um, in our vision for the network. No, no, I, I, we're we're completely aligned on that. So yeah, that that's something that we definitely would not be putting out uh, on our network in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, but we are always open to adding new shows, we um, we and we we're on the on the verge of promoting that. Um, but uh, you know, by the time this comes out, I assume we'll have our our page ready to go and with all the requirements up there. And so, if anyone out there is interested. Um, they can go to the tricordertransmissions.com and check us out. 
And then let us know if you're interested in, in bringing a show to the network. Absolutely. That's fabulous. Do you want to talk a little bit about what the original mission of the network is, Jeff? Oh, yeah. I should have mentioned this when we were talking about the, the all of the shows. And I talked we talked about the, the beginnings of the network. And um, the, the original mission, which, as I said before, was the um, – doing the commentary tracks on each episode of the original series. But more importantly, what we were doing at the same time was looking for what we considered, uh, you know, essential moments. And we were going to create a, uh, a master list of all of the episodes of TOS that you had to watch to learn as much as you could about the Star Trek universe. So we were looking for things like, you know, character moments, um, uh, first appearances of aliens and first appearances of technology, uh, first mentions of X, Y, and Z, things like that. So um, if you go through those episodes on our website and you look at them, it actually will tell you which ones are essential, quote-unquote, and which ones are not. Um, and listening to the episodes at the end, uh, Craig and I would always go through the reasons why we did or didn't think that episode was essential. And if both of us agreed that it was, it became an essential episode. So it was a fun exercise. Um, and at one point in the future, when I have some extra time, I'm going to go through and I'm actually going to make a, uh, a master list of all of those things for the website. Uh, that's on the roadmap for, for down the road, though. But yeah. uh, So I think we will wrap this one, this episode up. Um, once again, if you all could uh, tell the folks where they can find the Tricorder Transmissions. Sure. Yeah. Well, we have a website, of course, the Tricorder Transmissions. Dot com. Uh, we're also on Twitter at Tricorder Show. We have several other handles. All of our shows uh, have their own Twitter handles, so uh, you can find all of those uh, on our website, thetricordertransmissions.com. We're also on Facebook.com slash thetricordertransmissions. Um, available on many common podcasting services, iTunes, Google Play, uh, Stitcher, iHeart, uh, Podbean. Uh, we have a YouTube channel with all of our episodes uh, up on YouTube as well, so if you're a Red subscriber, you can download them and listen to them that way as well. And um, what am I forgetting, Heather? Um, yeah, and we said what the Patreon is, um, patreon.com slash the Tricorder Transmissions. And yeah, if you go to at um, Tricorder Show on Twitter, like Jeff said, we have all of our handles for various shows in the profile information although at this point i think we're growing too big to yeah, fit them fit all <laughs> uh so i'm gonna have to figure out a way around that but um every every show has a handle and and that's another way that we kind of stand out from other networks is we like to give our host the autonomy to do yes. that um you know we don't want to control what everyone does we have a vision for the network and we want to adhere to that but um we're, we don't like to micromanage we'll say no ah. well i can i can testify to that because i've listened to several different shows uh on the network uh and they're all very very different uh yet the throughput of optimism and coming at it from a love of star trek mm-hmm is is so evident and so wonderful and so refreshing especially in with how much negative negativism negativity both of those words one i think isn't a word <laughs> is out there today um you know it's just it's a breath of fresh air to to listen to your shows uh and you know folks my mandate for thank the makers is bringing to you guys stuff that i like that i think you're gonna dig 
And I've been trying to get Jeff and Heather on this show forever. This was, <laughs> I mean, you guys were some of the first people I thought of when I came up with this idea. So uh, I'm so happy to have you here. I'm so happy to tell people about your your shows. You know, podcasters. You know, there are some out there that are in it for the money, and you know, good for them. Uh, if, if it's working, that's great. Uh, I'm doing it for the love of podcasting and uh you guys are too for the love of star trek and and sharing that and so being able to share you guys with my listeners is a, an absolute joy and thank you so much for coming on and for uh giving me you know spending an hour just chatting about your shows in star trek thank you for having us yeah i appreciate it and also yeah. thank you for um thank you for saying that our, our vision comes through in all the shows that was great to hear Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, folks, um, please go to check out the, tri- the Tricorder Transmissions and listen to their shows. Uh, and also go to simplysyndicated.com and check out all the other shows we've got over there. I'm on about 15 of them. Uh, so <laughs> if you're sick of my, my voice, there are plenty of shows also that I'm not on. But uh, if you subscribe to Simply Everything, you can get Simply Everything we do without commercials. I think this show had commercials in it. Sorry, but, you know, we've got to keep the network running. Um <laughs> And uh, so, but if you subscribe to Simply Everything, you can get ad-free downloads of every show. And it's like, if you're in England, I think it's six pounds a month. If in the States, depending on the exchange rate, it's anywhere between seven and eight bucks a month. It's a paltry sum to get simply, literally everything Simply Syndicated has ever done. Uh, so once again, Jeff, Heather, thank you so much for, for coming by. And folks out there, thank you so much for listening. And we'll be back again really soon. So take care and bye-bye. Thank the Makers is a proud member of the Simply Syndicated podcasting network. Please go to simplysyndicated.com to check out all of the wonderful shows the network has to offer and consider supporting us by subscribing to Simply Everything or becoming a patron at patreon.com slash simplysyndicated. If you'd like to send me feedback or suggestions on future episodes of Thank the Makers, I can be reached at thankthemakerspod at gmail.com. Special thanks go to Kennedy Gordon for his wonderful theme music.